haven't heard. Being a pinball nerd. Come spread the word. Being a pinball nerd. Don't be absurd. Being a pinball nerd. At the Pinball Nerds Podcast. Pinball Nerds Podcast. Pinball Nerds Podcast. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 238 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and that was my family doing the uh, live version of our intro song because we're on the road. We're about to cross the border and go into America. We're going down to Darien Lake, Six Flags, going to ride the roller coasters. But more importantly, is, is as excited as I am to go on roller coasters and go to a water park and get to see my nephews all the way from France who came to visit and uh, my, my awesome brother-in-law and my, my sister-in-law and, and even, that's right, my mother-in-law. As excited as I am to see everybody, I'm even more excited about Pinball's latest machine, Jurassic Park. Oh my God, I'm so stoked. A couple of you guys heard me yesterday just do that really brief announcement because I was one of the first, actually I was the first person uh, to like it on uh, This Week in Pinball or love it as I think I left a little heart there. And uh, this has just gone huge. Everybody is talking about Jurassic Park. It's, it's all anyone's talking about. So I would like to count down the top five reasons why I will be purchasing a Jurassic Park. That's right. You've heard me humming and hawing for a couple months now anyways about what my first new in-box pinball machine purchase will be. I'm planning to do this in around sometime about Christmas. Uh, I was considering a Beatles for the longest time and the reason that I may be considering not the Beatles because the artwork is incredible Franchi. The shots are really cool. I mean you take a game like Sea Witch that I love and you make it five times better. Um, but I think that just with streaming it's, it would get a little bit monotonous pretty quickly because after a couple weeks, I'm sure I had beat all five of the modes. And do you know what I mean? I, I, I think it's a great game. And if I had a location, I would definitely be, you know, looking into getting it. Or if I had room for like 10 pins, I could put it in a 10 pin collection, no problem. But with only having four pins at my house, I'm going to need to be a little bit selective. So then I thought forever, wait. Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Absolutely love Star Trek. But people have been streaming Star Trek for like five years and as deep as the game is, as deep as that game is, uh, basically you'd have to wonder if as deep as the game is, you know, if maybe people aren't like, hey, it's cool that you got a new unbox machine, but why didn't you get a newer one that we hadn't seen before, right? So anyways, I absolutely, and I don't love the theme for Star Trek. That's the problem. Growing up, yeah, I watched some of the movies and that, and my friends like Star Trek, but I was more of a Star Wars guy. Uh, so, with knowing that Jurassic Park is out and knowing how rad it is, I think it might have to be my first new inbox pin. And you're going to hear it here first on the Pimmel Nerds podcast. I would bet, and now I haven't heard the sound yet. I haven't seen it live stream. That's going to be this Thursday. I'm pretty sure by Jack Danger. Stoked for that. I haven't played it. I haven't even seen people shoot it yet. But my guess is, and I said this several places online when I wrote about it, if the shots are half as good as they freaking look, oh my God, this is going to be, this is going to win the, the, the Twippy for the best pinball machine of the year. It's going to sell the best of the year. 
And again, we don't know for sure if it's Keith Elwin. I don't believe, a lot of people said it looks like Elwin shots. Makes sense that Elwin was on this one because Iron Maiden was so long ago. But we don't know for sure. I, I would guess it would be, I don't know his style well enough after only one machine to say for sure or not. It definitely is the, another three flipper game. And I know that he said on the Loser Kid uh, Pinball Podcast that he likes to have more than two flippers, right? And he likes to have more shots. So anyways, let's get into this top five list of the five reasons why I'm telling you right now, Jurassic Park is going to be the best seller, the hottest pinball machine of the year of 2019. And probably just, I think people, I think their heads are spinning right now just a little because, well, I'll tell you why. Reason number five, okay? Reason number five is that the Pro, the Pro has almost as much stuff as the the LA and the premium like the pro play field looks you know slightly like it has slightly less but it's still it still is full it you know so and as a guy who would be buying a pro right um definitely that's something I want to see I don't want a completely stripped down version of the game and it looks to me like this is pretty gosh darn full okay so reason number four so thanks, Stern, for doing that. Uh, reason number four is that I love the artwork, okay? I listened to Kaneda last night, and he said he didn't like the artwork. I don't know if Kaneda knows good artwork, okay? Uh, if we're talking about judging cars, he knows sports cars. If we're talking about, you know, uh, manufacturers and that sort of thing, I think Kaneda's kind of like the go-to podcast for it, okay? I don't talk a lot about him on here. But I do listen to, not every episode, but almost every episode. And I do think that he did listen to my comments about him being a little bit too negative sometimes and maybe having a little more fun with it and enjoying it because it's meant to be a fun hobby. And the, the, the strange part is since then a couple times he's actually said, okay, I don't want to be a negative Nancy or a Debbie Downer again, but... And so since then, I think the last two or three months he's actually got a lot positive. I, I don't want to throw him, I don't want to like, you know... Give him, give him, you know, shill his show too much. But I think for the most part, he's been pretty positive. One thing he was negative on last night was the artwork. And I totally disagree. He said the artwork looked like the artwork from like uh, on a toy box. You get it like Toys R Us back in the 90s. Yeah, that's what we're looking for, dude. It came out in the 90s. We want 90s-esque style artwork. And then I went to go look up the uh, guy who was kind of making fun of him because of his last name or something like that. The funny part is a lot of these artists make up that last name to be funny. I doubt his last name is really crap. Like, like Kaneda was saying like, oh, I shat you not. His last name's crap. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's probably not his last name, dude. Like your name's not really Kaneda because who would choose to have that kind of name? Come on, dude. Seriously, right? So anyways... He doesn't know good artwork. He just doesn't. He lives in New York City. He drives fast cars. He wears expensive clothes. He doesn't know good art. I own Angry Alpaca, okay? Basically, we're a marketing and art company as much as a tea company. And I study art. I love art. I know good art, okay? Zombie Eddie is good art. Christopher Franchi's even better. I'm not going to suggest that Johnny Crap is crap, but I'm also not going to suggest that Johnny Crap did a better job than either of my two other favorite, you know, pinball artists would have done at all. But I'm suggesting to you, the artwork is really, really rad. The artwork is done well. The artwork looks great. I might change on this in the future once I see more high-resolution pictures and all this kind of stuff. 
But for me, looking at it, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to look at it and feel nostalgic to everything that I knew was fun and cool and Jurassic Park-esque art in around that time. I'm glad they didn't over-modernize it. I'm glad they didn't... I'm glad I... And I love Chris Pratt, okay? I love him more maybe in The Office... Or sorry, The Office. I love him more in Parks and Rec than I do Jurassic Park or Jurassic uh, World. But I didn't want to see just like a big face of Chris Pratt. And I didn't want to see all the characters on there, okay? Uh, I guess Nerdy's on there, or Nedi, Nedry, or whatever his name is, the nerdy guy. The, is it the Newman character? I guess there's like one on there, which is fine, because that's like just kind of funny. But I didn't want to see just, to, I don't like like the Guardians of the Galaxy-esque type. The artwork on there is incredible artwork. I just don't like just people all over it. I wanted to see the dinosaurs, and that's what you see. And I wanted to see the adventure, and I wanted to see the island, and that's what you see. And it looks cool. Tell me... Pull up a picture of Willy Wonka, okay? The whatever the lowest level is for for Jersey Jack. I always get them confused, but and then and look at the side of that and how barren it is. And it's like they just slapped a little logo right in the center. And now take a look at the side art for the pro. It is jam-packed. It looks cool. It looks rad. It's going to bring people in. The colors pop, 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 pop. Okay, it looks awesome. As someone who had to go through, even this year, we had to go through, not hundreds, but like dozens of submissions for our tea of the month for Angry Alpaca. And I'm not trying to sell you Angry Alpaca. In fact, I can tell you why I'm not trying to sell it to you. You can't buy it online. If you don't live in London, Ontario, and you can't go to the one of the four or five stores that it's in so far, you can't even get it anywhere. You could message me and offer me hundreds of dollars and I wouldn't ship you any. I just don't do, I don't, we don't work that way. Uh, in the future, in the future, we might we might do something at Christmas time where we do like a shipping thing. So if you really wanted to like our Facebook page, you could go ahead and do that. But the point is here, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm trying to suggest that for years and years and years, I've had to look over the best artists in and around, you know, London, Ontario, the 10th largest city in Canada, and choose from the hundreds, hundreds of talented artists, their best piece of work to put on our monthly tea. And... I also, also said, you know, right from the start that the best pinball art way before I think anyone else did by far was the black and white premium for Munsters. And then, you know, at first people didn't even like it. People were like just totally digging it. And then later on people were like, oh my God, like I kept hearing people say that is the most unique standing, like stand, like art that stands out that we've seen in a long time. And I think that the artwork on Jurassic Park is incredible. And I think judging them with the, the, you know, the low resolution pictures that like distributors took, and I will say to whatever friggin' distributors release this, you suck, dude. I hope someone finds you. I find, I hope someone finds out whoever released these pictures and I hope, and I will slay them. I'll slay them on this show. I, I, I will totally give them a tongue lashing because if Keith Elwin or whatever designers, you know, Johnny Crap, even Johnny Crap, he crapped all over his artwork, all over this machine to make it look beautiful, okay? Whoever worked on every, each and every person at Stern who worked on this machine, put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, who ruined Thursday's grand opening, not cool. That's not, that's not cool. I know we, we all, we want it now. I want it now. I want it now, daddy. I know that. I know we all want it now, but I would much rather see a grand unveiling all at once from Stern with nice, crisp photos 
and just not to go on to Canada about too much, but he kept saying, oh, well, wh why doesn't Stern release, why will Stern not release the perfect photos on the same day? Because they didn't release anything. Nobody should have seen that. They want to do a release the way they want to do it. And if one of their freaking distributors didn't have somebody there who, and maybe it wasn't a distributor. If it wasn't a distributor who released that, I apologize. But, I mean, with how bad some of the photos, the photos were, I highly doubt it was coming from Stern, and somebody worked darn tootin' hard on that, and then it's just released, and it's out there for the world, and then people are judging it for like 72 hours, there's like nine new pages of Pinside on it already, and like, a lot of them are hating on the art, it's like, you haven't seen the art, you haven't seen anyone shoot the game, you definitely haven't flipped it, take it easy, hold your friggin' horses back there, uh, honcho, come on, man, uh, anyways, the artwork is rad, the number three reason, okay, that I want to get this, is the shots. There is shots absolutely everywhere, left, right, and center. I was trying to count from the right flipper, there's at least three or four shots, uh, or sorry, from the upper right flipper, then there's, you know, there's, there is a lot of shots on this, and they look interesting. They don't look overtly tight, even though I can see the resemblance, uh, I know that it, Mr. K-Man as well also posted the, the twin baby of the, the uh, Oktoberfest and Jurassic Park. Yeah, they have they use some of the same color schemes, but it's like Jurassic Park could have came out first, and then you could have said that later about Oktoberfest or vice versa. And almost any pinball machine, there's been hundreds of pinball machines made, almost any pinball machine used, you can find another machine using the same color palette. I mean, I've joked around forever about my roller coaster tycoon being a poor man's Willy Wonka because the color pa palettes are almost identical. Some of the shots are very similar. I, I would say roller coaster tycoon and Willy Wonka are far closer to being separated at birth twins, like identical twins, than uh, than these two. So, anyways, the number of shots on this is going to make it an incredible machine. Number two, the number two thing that is going to cause this to be the first new unbox pinball machine that I buy. Uh, short of, you know, short of Santa not having enough money to get me this machine or short of me not being able to sell one of my other machines to make room for this, I will be buying this. If this comes all wrapped up on Christmas Day in a bow, I think my life will be complete because I've been waiting and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to pull the trigger. Got a little bit extra money left from my house sale. I've been waiting to pull the trigger on getting a new inbox pin until I found one that I absolutely loved. A, the theme. B, the shots. C, the artwork. D, the gameplay. E, the modes. All that kind of stuff, right? So, number two for this one is going to be the modes. Oh, holy Wow, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to say. There is so many modes, it th seems mode-based, which I love. There is, I, I believe, two, I counted two mini wizard modes, which both sound super rad, and there's an ultra wizard mode. I don't know, there's like the main wizard mode at the end, right? So there is so much going on on here. I love all the throwbacks to Daddy East, that's so cool. They've included the smart missile, um, big, uh, big fan of the show, Glenn W, shout out! Uh, Glenn was uh, mentioning how it wasn't only just the smart missile, but it was also how they called it tri-ball, and I had noticed that as well. And so Daddy East, of course, couldn't use the term or didn't want to use the term multi-ball. I think they weren't supposed to or whatever. Maybe they just wanted to be 
different and unique. And they basically said, you know, uh, we're going to call it Tribal. And so this one is called Tribal as well. And I think that's so cool. Uh, the the number of modes on there and just how you're going to be progressing with catching all of them on the island, it just seems like you could not come up with a perfect, like a more perfect theme because you know what you're doing from the outset and we haven't even seen this thing streamed yet, right? So the mode sounds super fun, very interesting, very different, very unique. Each mode, when I was reading it, from what I could tell, sounded like you had to do a completely different thing on on it. We haven't, remember, we have not seen this light show. I think this light show could also blow us away uh, if it's been anything like what, you know, what we've been seeing lately the last year or two from pinball machines, just upping and upping and upping the light shows. The light shows are just something incredible. Uh, we haven't seen any of the animations, of course, on the, the beautiful LCD screen there. So we don't know about those yet. People are saying that, like, I'm hearing that it's similar to Iron Maiden. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I cannot wait for this machine. And if you're someone that's poo-pooing, if you just think it's cool to, like, make fun of the artwork when you haven't seen it yet, you haven't seen it high resolution, and you haven't seen it, you know, properly done, you've only seen it from someone's picture that they took on their frickin' 1992 flip phone, and then they uploaded it uh, to Facebook via... Uh, uh, dial up. I don't know why dial up would make it work, look worse, but anyways, don't judge it on that. Wait till Thursday. Let it get streamed. Uh, my man Jack Danger is going to stream it. I'm assuming uh, he does all the stream reveals, and Jack Danger makes sure that a pinball machine looks good on there. Of all the streams, of all the streamers on the planet, he will get the lighting right. He will get. He will make, help the colors pop. He'll make sure everything looks just so you can count on it. Okay. So make sure you tune in Thursday. I'm going to try to be there. That's my full day. That's that tomorrow. I think that's tomorrow guys. Yes. By the time you're listening to this, it could already be done. Uh, no, most of you like to listen on a daily basis, which I really enjoy. And I know I'm back to my travel log. So, you know, I don't, I can't, I would have done Jurassic Park music in the background here or something. I can't really do that. Unfortunately, the number one reason why I absolutely love this machine and can't wait to flip it. Okay. And that is because it is chalked full of toys and mechs. And I know I said in number five that the Pro had more than we've ever seen before. That's true. But all three of them, the Pro, the Ellie, the Premium, they're so full between the truck. And I don't care which truck it is from which movie or whatever. I don't care. It's got it in there. It's It's got the T-Rex. I can't wait to hear the sounds. Um, it's got like, it's got everything that you want. It looks like a throwback to the Bally Williams ones when they used to jam pack the thing full. I think for Stern, you'd have to go all the way back. You'd have to go, you'd have to go even pre roller coaster tycoon and monopoly. You'd have to, I don't know how far you'd have to go back. You'd have to go back really far to find a Stern, this jam packed of this many toys, this many features. It looks like a lot of them move. I love the less have a trail coming back. So that's just another, you know, non-mechanical feature, I guess. But, um, wow, it looks incredible. It looks so fun. And, and I just, I'm so excited. I think that this could be, cause you know, the last couple Sterns have done well. And I think not like incredibly well, they weren't blockbusters, but I think that the pinball industry is due for a blockbuster. Uh, Willy Wonka is still really cool. I mean, I would say at the very least, Willy Wonka would be like the second best 
machine of the year so far. I mean, to me, again, I haven't flipped it. I'm excited to flip it at Pinburg. I didn't look through all the Pinburg banks, which I'm gonna be doing today. I wanna to download that list before I cross the border so I don't have to do data roaming. Um, but I'm very, very, very excited for this machine. I'm gonna be podcasting a lot about it. You can bet your bottom bucket booty bonanza bananas that the second, the very first second that it's available anywhere within three provinces of me, I don't care if I have to go to Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, I'd probably even drive through Quebec and I hate driving through Quebec, okay? I mean, I don't mind driving through Quebec, but I don't like driving through Montreal or, or Quebec City. I guess I should state that to be fair. I don't care where it is, wherever it is, hell, I would maybe even fly all the frick way back to good old London, Ontario or anywhere in southwestern Ontario to get to stream this bad boy. I, I know I'm not going to get to do one of the very first streams of it because I don't even know if I'll be back to Nova Scotia by then, but I have all my streaming equipment on me and if someone purchases it and can get it delivered the next two weeks while I'm still in Ontario, I mean uh, Ontario, I will 100% for sure travel to you even if you're in Timmins and I have to drive 12 hours north. That's how far I would go to the ends of the earth to stream this bad boy for you guys, okay? And I want to do a Jurassic stream on it. Like, I want to do like a 12-hour. Okay, that's too much. Maybe 11 hours and 11 minutes. Like, I want to do like a big, huge, long stream on it. I want to play it for the very first time live on stream. Eh, I might play, might play one ball before we start it up to make sure the stream looks okay. But uh, anyways... I do want to let you guys know that Chris the Pintern, my new co-host, we did mention he's going to be joining me uh, approximately monthly. Chris and I have been chatting. He's going to come join the show about every two weeks, unless some big news happens. And you better believe that this isn't just big news. This is Jurassic news, okay? So we are going to be having a little convo, either probably not Thursday night, more than likely we're going to be watching the stream and just taking it all in, but more than likely Friday. I will be back in Canada Friday. That way I can hotspot to my laptop and we'll be able to talk to uh, Chris while using my uh, app on the phone that I record with. So I'm very, very excited to say that, uh, you know, on Friday, Chris and I are going to do another, hopefully Friday, I would say Saturday at the latest. I have to talk to Chris about his schedule, but as soon as it's been streamed, you better believe it. Chris and I are going to be doing a chat about this and we're going to see maybe he disagrees with me maybe he's going to have some hot takes he's going to get some shots fired at good old johnny crap there i just like saying his name who doesn't like saying johnny crap uh anyways before i go i'm just going to do a two second pinch review practicing for pimberg when i do three to five quick questions is everybody ready for their pinch reviews yes all right owen how excited are you for daring lake six flags today I'm very, very, very excited. Good. What's your favorite roller coaster you want to go on there? Um, either the Ride of Steel or... Superman. Yeah, Ride of Steel slash Superman or one of the water slides. One of the good water slides. Okay, it is getting pretty hot today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to... I think it's... Are we going into New York State first, hun? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we're going to New York State first. And are you excited to see your cousins? You haven't seen them in two years since the wedding. I'm more than excited. Way more than excited. Good. Well, what are their names? Tell everyone their names. Hugo and Luca. It's you don't have to pronounce your last name. It's Gerard, but it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hugo and Luca. Or in France, Francais is Hugo. Hugo and Luca. Luca. Nice. Okay. Hayden, 
What ride are you most excited for at uh, Darien Lake? The ride of steel, the same one Owen is. Okay, because now did you hear that a guy fell off the ride of steel because they put him in there, but he had no arms and he flew off? Yeah, he told us that. Yeah, yeah. anyways, that's kind of sad. Okay, Darien Lake, let's step up your safety before we get there, guys. And by the way, I checked on Pinside. There's exactly zero pinball machines in there. Little disappointed. If you're a theme park and you have a giant arcade, you better darn well have at least one pinball machine. I'm hoping it's not updated on Pinside and there's at least one in there. Uh, and I'm hoping it's Daddy's Jurassic Park because you better believe if, if there's any Wi-Fi in that park, I'm going to be live streaming Data East Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we have Wi-Fi. Wi yeah, Wi-Fi, baby! We back in business. So I, I'm trying to download all the maps so we can get there. Hayden, last question for you. Yes. What is it? Are you missing out on getting to go to Lopel? A little bit, yeah. Okay, well, if you want to, do you want me to try to add you to Saturday's Lopel? Sure. Why okay. not? All right, I will message Mike today. And by the way, Mike and Tony of the Canadian Pinball Podcast, guys, I want to hear another episode. I'm on the road and I'm checking. I'm like, no, they still didn't put another one up. So I would love to hear another episode from you guys. Um, yeah, so take a look for for Chris and I doing a, a update. Also, make sure that you go over there and follow Chris the Pinter in all lowercase, no spaces, on Twitch because he's been live streaming some Alice Cooper Nightmare Castle and those have been exciting and fun. And, uh, yeah, very, very excited for his next stream as well. My next stream, guaranteed next stream, will be on my birthday one week yesterday. That's right, the day before Harry Potter's birthday. So to celebrate Harry Potter's birthday and mine own, the world's biggest Harry Potter fan who's also a, a pinball nerd, other than maybe Jeff Patterson from This Week of Pinball. Um, and, and Jeff did actually message me about getting the date right, so I'm hoping he might even come and join me as well. Uh, I'm very excited. I talked to Joe Salv Silvaggi about it, and uh, he's going to be rushing home after work. We're going to try to do a uh, an HDMI direct input for the playfield, but I don't know if that will work. So if not, we'll just go old school and use a camera. But we're going to try to make it look as clean, as crisp, as beautiful as possible for you. Remember, this is my first time live streaming the virtual pinball. The good news is, after we do the Harry Potter stream, though, we're going to actually get Joe to show us, you know, a couple, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, however many pins he would like, pinball machines that he loves, that he has on virtual reality, um, that he thinks are really cool, that he wants me to see. So we are going to do mostly Harry Potter for the first few hours, but maybe that last hour there, we are going to switch back and forth. I'm um, doing a little bit of that. So make sure you put that on your calendar. That should go up between 6 and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that will be on Tuesday, July 30th. For my birthday, stop by and say hello. Until next time, pinball nerds, eat, sleep, sleep breathe, pinball. pinball, Jurassic Park style. Oh man, sorry guys, that song sucked. The station I had it on had a really good song, but I talked so long during this freaking podcast that the station was gone when I tried to do my outro music, so I don't know who that was, but she sucked, and I'm sorry. Until next time, pinball nerds. Meh.